So the author says that if by Shravanam and Vananam of the teaching that is imparted so far, if the knowledge is not taken place, then when more step, the Dhyasana is required. <coughs> so essentially this is the Upadesha or instruction about Nididhyasana. Nididhyasanam. Didhyasanam means desire to meditate. Comes from the Dhyay means to meditate. And Nididhyasanam to meditate with focus. You may say deep meditation. Meaning here the meditation upon the very meditator. So this is also meditation, but differs from the conventional meditation way which involves the duality between the meditator and the meditator. So usually it is meditation, upasana or mental worship involves focusing the mind on object meditation such as an istadevata. And then you focus your attention and maintain that so flow, thought flow. Sajatiya vritti pravaha. Pravaha flow. Vrittiya the thought, sajatiya of the same class. But not just the thought from the same class. Saguna Brahma Vishayaka. That flow of thoughts of which Brahma Ishvara is the subject matter. Meaning the kind of meditation that we like is 
meditating upon Ishvara in one form or the other. Maintaining our mind, a thought flow of which the subject matter is Ishvara. And then I am the meditator, and Ishvara as pratīga, as a form, becomes the object of meditation. <coughs> so either I, I, I meditate upon the very form, or I meditate upon what the form stands for, both says it can be done. So that is very desired, that meditation for purification of mind and for concentration of mind. So that is definitely very desired. But now this is an advanced meditation, which in Swamiji's words is a meditation upon the meditator. Meaning that even the very meditator also has to drop. The duality has to drop. The duality being the product of ignorance and the nature of this meditation, I am Brahman. So it will explain, I am Brahman, which is what has been taught to me in Shravanam and Manam, in all the ninety-nine verses that we studied. The subject matter is, you are Brahman. What is is Brahman? What is is Brahman, Chinnam, Consciousness, one without a second? That's what you are, that's what Jagat is, that's what whatever it is. Is, is one Brahman consciousness, one without a second? So now that having understood, I must now focus my attention on that in order to make it my immediate knowledge that I am Brahman. <coughs> so maintain that thought is what the teacher will teach us. Sadakaryam nididhyasana mevatu. This nididhyasana. Here also there is maintenance of the same thought flow. Sajayate vritti prama, meaning maintaining the thought flow of the same nature is involved here, except that the subject matter is the very self. <coughs> Saravahi sadakaryam. This should be done by everybody. <coughs> Suttahi saravahi. What tehi? By those meaning by the fifteen limbs that we will tell you. Tripanchangani, angani the limbs, tripancha fifteen. So fifteen limbs that now we will describe. Tehi, with the help of them, or in that manner, purukasi labde, for upalapo labdhi, for knowledge, for realization, for apuroksha jnana, what we have said so far. Nididhyasana mevudu kartavyam. This nididhyasana, this kind of meditation should be done. Mandajikare anjasaram karma sagunapasana vicharam sagihaya. So says that even the mandajikare, now the experience of the knowledge, anjasaram karma, all rituals, etc., sagunopasana vicharupam, or meditation or contemplation upon saguna brahma, all of these should give up. Shraddhaya, asayyutta prakayana, vishraddha, asayyutta prakayana, but the manner in which asayya is describing here, brahma yonirithyasa, may the aspirant, Meditate all the time on Brahman. Let him now give up all the rituals and other things. So he has been performing rituals for Antarka and Shuddhi, purification of mind. He has been performing the meditation that we just described, meditation upon the Devata, also for purification and concentration of mind. So now that has served the purpose. Next step is now to focus attention on meditating upon Brahman, the very self. <coughs> you can do one thing only when you give up the other thing. Therefore, so, sadākāryam, verse 100, sadāk, all the time you should do. All the time, when, when, how can all the time I do this, unless I give up doing everything else? 
So what should I give? This is also spiritual sadhana. Arjuna is also a spiritual sadhana. You know, performing rituals, performing meditation, all of them also a sadhana. So give that up. You know, take up this superior sadhana, settler sadhana. So that's what he said in the verse 101. Dityabhyasadrate prapehe. Nabhave satchidat manaha. Tasmad brahmanidityased. Jignasushreyasechiram. Nitya abhyasa dhute. Dhute without. Nitya abhyasa dhute. Without nitya abhyasa. The daily practice or constant practice. Satchidatmana prapti nabhave. It is not possible to attain, meaning not possible to know itself. Satchidananda atma. Satchit atmana. Sat and chit. Existence in consciousness which is in the very self. Self cannot be known as sat and chit or astribhati or existence awareness. Unless one practices this all the time and constantly. So reason why the teacher prescribed that all other pursuits should be given up and one should only focus on this is because says that only nitya abhyas means practice. Only the constant practice of this meditation. This meditation is not really meditating, just being myself. So far meditation involves becoming. Even when I worship the devata, identify the devata, then also some becoming is involved, action is involved. This is meditation of being. Because Brahman I already am and I know now from this teaching. So here in fact this meditation involves giving up of all the action, just being what you are. So give up the becoming and practice being. And unless you do that, this tendency in the part of the mind always to seek something, to desire something, to achieve something, to become something, this has become the, this has become a habit of our mind. Because the mind has always concluded so far that I am a needy being, I am an inadequate being, I have to become adequate. I have to become successful. I have to become something. This has been the orientation of the mind all along. And in that I also perform the rituals and meditations also which involve those activities. So this meditation involves ultimately just stopping all the activities, just being. Being, seeing, not becoming. So it is going to require a complete turnaround of the mind. And the mind will not give up its long time habit unless you create a new habit. And that's going to require a long time. So nitya-bhyasādhirate, without the constant practice, it will not be possible to see oneself as satchidānanda. Tasmāt brahmanirindhyāsayat jīgñāsuhu śreya-sechiram Therefore jīgñāsuhu the one is desire of this knowledge. Brahman iridhyase. For we should meditate upon Brahman. See, Brahman is a very self. Meditation is constantly practice seeing Brahman as your own self. <coughs> so far the orientation was Brahman or Ishvara was always thought to be different from myself. And I was meditating upon Brahman, but it's different from myself, an object of meditation. Now, see Brahman as your own self. Shriya Sechiram. That 
तो श्रेयस है फॉर श्रेयस ये श्रेयस श्रेयस मीन फॉर द वेलबींग इट मीन्स फॉर द गुड फॉर मोक्ष वन शुड निधिध्यासे मेडिटेट अपॉन ब्रह्मन फॉर श्रेयस फॉर द अल्टीमेट गुड इन मीनिंग फॉर मोक्ष चिरम निधिध्यासे फॉर अ लॉन्ग टाइम मे वन मेडिटेट अपॉन ब्रह्मन दिस मेडिटेशन इज ब्रह्मन इज द सेल्फ अर्लियर मेडिटेशन वॉज ब्रह्मन इज ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ मेडिटेशन इज ऑलवेज सगुण ब्रह्मन so whenever i am meditate upon something other than myself it has to be called brahman with attributes when we say brahman without attributes the only entity in the world without attribute is myself self alone is without attributes because self with the consciousness illumines all the attributes all the attributes are Objects of illumination, the witness of all the attributes. Therefore, the witness of self alone is free from all the attributes. So, when it is said meditate upon Brahman, it means see Brahman as your own self. <coughs> so, meditate upon attributeless Brahman, nirguna Brahman. Only thing nirguna is myself. Therefore, meditate upon the self as Brahman. See the self as Brahman. <coughs> All right. So Tayhi will help off this fifteen steps. Now, Kani Dani Angani. All right. You prescribe that we should meditate upon Brahman with the help of this fifteen step yoga or you know that you are prescribing. What are those fifteen steps? With the help of which we should meditate upon Brahman. So in the next two verses. The the fifteen steps are named. Each one of them will be explained. Right now, simply names are the fifteen steps are given. One hundred and two, one hundred and three. Yamohi niyamastyaagha, maunandeshasya kalita. आसनम मूलबंधस्ेहसाम्यदृक्स्थि सो यम सी द ट्रांसलेशन कंट्रोल ऑफ द सेंसेस नियम कंट्रोल ऑफ द माइंड दिस इज हाउ दीज वर्ड्स विल एक्सप्लेन ऑन द योग शास्त्र एक्सप्लेन दीज वर्ड्स डिफरेंटली So the eight limbs in yoga shastra are yama, niyama. What is next? Asana, pranayama, satyahara, dharana, dhyana, samadhi. So yama are the various values: ahimsa, satya, astya, brahmacharya, aparigraha. Meaning, what you should not do: restrain yourself from doing this. Niyama is what you should do as a rule: shauche, santoche, tapana, swadhyay, ishvara pranidha. This is what you should do. Asana, the posture, the comfortable posture. Stirasukam asana, a posture in which the body is steady, is comfortable and steady. The prana. The ayam means restraining, restraining the prana, stopping the prana. That is called prana. Ultimately, dharana is no the pratyahara, complete withdrawal of the sense organs. <coughs> dharana 
is concentration upon the object of meditation. Dhyanam, a thought flow of the object of meditation. Samadhi, an effortless absorption. So these are the limbs. This samadhi is different from the ultimate samadhi. So Yogi Shastra describes yoga as chitta vritti nirodha. Nirodha means stopping. Stopping all the thoughts. Meaning a state of mind where the thought just does not arise. Until then you make an effort such that thought does not arise. But then a state comes when on your soul the thought does not arise. So when this state is achieved, then Yoga Shastra says, then drashtuhu of the drashta, svarupya avasthanam, he attains avasthanam, abhayadanti nilom So that's a knowledge. So, that, so when yoga in the terms of, as Yoga Shastra describes, is the cessation of all the thoughts, because they say Purusha and Prakriti, two entities are there. And Prakriti alone is the mind, in the form of mind and thoughts. As long as Prakriti is there, the thoughts are there, so long you do not abide in your true nature because there is going to be habitual identification. Therefore, when the thought itself is not there, Prakriti is not there, Prakriti, Purusha, all there is is Purusha, all there is self-consciousness. And therefore, at that time, you abide in your own nature. It's a wonderful thing. I mean, you know, that is uh, nothing to say about Patanjali Yoga. But still, Vedantins are always, you know, they, they are in their own world. And so to them, other kind of things, uh, so he has his own yoga. So here the same word, and there are fifteen steps. So here also yama, but here yama is not those values, ahimsa, satya, etc., restraint. Yama means restraint. So we are born with some impulses, an impulse to hurt, an impulse to tell a lie, an impulse to steal, an impulse to indulge, an impulse to stalk. Because we are insecure, so insecurities, etc., bring about these impulses. And therefore, you stop these impulses. So, himsa, so himsa, asati, all of these are impulses which we are born. So, if unrestrained, our behavior will be controlled by that. So, restrain this. So, that's the other. Restraining what you should not do. And to aid their niyama, have these rules in your life. Shamsa, let them be purity with the body and the mind. So, purity outside as well as the mind. Santosha, let them be contentment in Tapa austerity. Swadhyaya, study the scriptures or repeating the mantra. Ishwara Pranidhanam, surrendering or offering all your actions to Ishwara. This is what you should do as a rule. So these are rules that they call Niyama. This teacher will have, he will call Niyama. So Yama is the control of senses. And niyama here is the control of the mind. Although niyama in yoga shastra is the roots. And then asana, we explain this that this teacher will have his own definition for each of those steps. All Vedantic definition. Meaning that each one of these fifteen steps is nothing but meditation on Brahman. So meditation on Brahman alone is described in fifteen ways you can say. So, yamohi niyama tyagaha. Tyagaha means renunciation. But the kind of renunciation that the teacher will describe. Maunam silence. Deshaha. See, deshaha kala. The place and time come because of dharana. The dharana means concentrating the mind upon the object of meditation, which may be in a given place or a given time or a given location. So here, of course, the desha means place, time means, I mean, kara means time. Whatever this definition is, asanam, posture, 
Moolabandha. So this Moolabandha, the root, and then restraining that very root is called Moolabandha. Traditionally, what this author will call Moolabandha will find out. The traditional meaning is when you are doing pranayama, when you are restraining your breath, then you should stop all the gateways from which prana can escape. It can escape from the bottom, escape from here. So all of these things are close while prana when you are doing the, uh, you know, the, uh, what is it, the uh, kumbhaka, etc. But here Moolabandha, he will explain his own way. Deya samyam, equipoise of the body. It is in the description of the meditation. So, it will say, you know, uh, yeah, no, vivikta deshe chisukha sarastana, shuti samagriva shirasharira. How your body is there to erect in the head and the neck and the body must be in. So that's what Deha Samya. The equipoise of the body. Druk Then there is also a practice of what you call Tratakam, meaning that you focus your sight or vision upon some object. That also is, is, is a practice for concentration. So Druk is a steadiness of the vision. Pranasayamanam. So control of the prana, the vital air, vital breath. Pratyahara, self-withdrawal. Dharana, concentration. Atma-dhyanam, dhyanam. Atma-dhyanam, meditation upon the self. Samadhi, complete absorption. You find that all those eight limbs are included here plus more. Here the author will give his own explanation of each of these steps. Proktani Angani Vaikramar. So these are said as Angani or the steps in that particular sequence. <coughs> so this is naming the steps. Now the author proceeds to explain one by one. Idani <coughs> Vetesham. Pratyekam nirdeśakramena svāvibhavāni lakshanāniyā. Now, nirdeśakramena, the sequence in which they have been mentioned in these two verses, in the same order, pratyekam svāvibhavāni lakshanāni, each one of them now will be explained. However, svāvibhavāni lakshanāni, the definition will be given by his own opinion. I mean, author will give definition as he sees. Swabhimatani. Not the Lakshanani, the definition that is, that is known in the Yoga Shastra. Or it is commonly understood, but then he'll give his own definition. As he sees the proper way of doing things. So author thinks that Yama is not what they talk about. It should be this, should be Yama. Niyamaya should not be what they think. This should be Yanya. So what he thinks the meaning of this word should be. So that is what will be explained now. Each of the steps. The meaning will be explained or the process will be explained as this teacher sees. As a Vedantin sees. So let us go to the so Ekavim Shatya 21 verses. These 15 steps will be described. The first mentioned yama is now being shown here in verse number 4. Sarvam Brahmeti Vijnana Indriya Grama Sayyama Yamoya Mitisamprokta Abhyasani yo muhur muhur. Sarvam brahmaiti vijnana. 
having listened to the text so far, vijñāna, by the knowledge, what's the knowledge? Sarvam brahma. Now you know, by sarvanam mananam, you know, you clearly understand that what is brahma. So now the meditation is to proceed from there. So what you understand has to become now an object of immediate knowledge. So how that knowledge that you have should be made aparoksha jnana. So this is the step of making your knowledge the immediate knowledge and then gaining abidance in that knowledge. So sarvam brahmete vijnana akarati dhyantam sarvam jagat brahma. The entire crea- universe of creation, beginning of space up to the body. What is the beginning of space up to the body? Akashali dehantam. What is also use this kind of expression? Beginning of akasha up to deha. Tasmadvai tasmad atmana akasha sammudha akasha dvayu vayo agnihi agnihi apa adhyat prasivi prasivya osre prasivya osre osri vyanna nad purushaha up to deha. This is how creation is described in Taitya Upanishad. Beginning of space all the way up to this body which includes the entire universe. Sarvam. So Deha should be included, that's the whole idea. Looks like Sarvam in all this. So all this somehow seems to make, you know, exclude me, but no. In the process of creation, the creation described, the creation of everything from Akasha, the subtlest element, up to Deham in the body. Brahma, all Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma, all this is indeed Brahma, it says. How can all this be Brahma? This, all Brahman is one, all this cannot be Brahma. So look at the statement, Sarvam Khalu Idam Brahma. Sarvam Brahma, Idam Sarvam Brahma, all this is Brahma. So in the technical language you can say that the Sarvam and Brahma, both of them are Samadhikara, meaning they are in the same location, locus. So Sarvam and Brahma, both of them refer to the same entity. Sarvam refers to all this and Brahma refers to the substratum. How can all this which is multitude can be Brahman one without a second? All this is gold, somebody says, you know. Finding out to hundreds of ornaments, we are told all this is gold. What is all, all refers to one hundred ornaments. Gold refers to one. How can one hundred things be one? All is one hundred ornaments, one hundred. And gold is one. How can one hundred things be one? Can it be? If there is a whole heap of gold and ornaments, can this all this is gold? You, you know how we understand that? But in fact negating all this. The allness is negated and we see that in spite of it all being all, in fact it is only one because the allness, the names and forms are merely superimposition and the real is gold. So we understanding that all this, all the names and forms begin with space of the body, all of these are only projections. Yes, Brahman, if, if you remember we described, Brahman alone manifests space. And Brahman that manifests space alone manifests air. And Brahman which manifests space and then air again manifests fire and water and earth and up to the body. So all of this is nothing but names of Brahman alone just as you said an ornament First is called a lump of gold, then it's called a bar, then it's called a rod, and then it's called a wire. And different names are the same entity. So what is material is only Brahman. So Sarvam, the allness is an appearance. The reality is only Brahman. The ornaments and appearance, reality is only gold. So when we say that all these world of ornaments is gold in our mind, what we are doing is we are negating. The hundred, the, all this, recognizing that they are not real and that gold alone is real. When you say that this fellow is nectar, 
only looks like a beggar. What we do is, in our mind, we subtract the beggar, negate the beggar, and see that. So this is called Bhada Samanandakarana. Where Sarvam is negated, Sarvam Kalvau, this is Brahman. Sarvam Brahmita Vijnana, Bhada Vijnana, Bhada Vijnana, all this is Brahman. Iti Vijnana, Iti Nishaya, when this ascertaining knowledge is there, Indriyanam, Indriya Grama Sanyamaha. Grama, Grama means Samuha, the group. Indriya Grama, the group of the sense organs. Here it includes the organs of perception, organs of action, and the mind also. So all these Karana, all the organs, which include organs of action, perception, and the mind, Sanyamaha. Samyak yamaha sanyamaha. So sanyam is sam plus yama. Sanyam, samyak yamaha. When you see that all of this is Brahman, see when you understand, appreciate that all these ornaments are gold. When you see the gold, that can happen only when you withdraw your mind from the name and form. Is it not so? Similarly, for us to see that this is Brahman, it involves that my mind must be withdrawn from the names and forms and I know that it is not real. The names and forms are apparent. So see the apparent nature of names and forms. Your mind drops them and mind focuses itself on your Brahman. Just as mind drops the names and forms of the ornaments and focuses on gold because gold alone is real. So also, asti, bhadi, alone is real. And that's a self. And in appreciation of that, all the names and forms are dropped. Meaning mind has been withdrawn from the names and forms and focused upon Brahman, the self. So yamo yamit samplokta, this really is called yama. Called really self-restraint. When the mind is completely withdrawn from all the objects, all the names and forms, not by any any practice of pranayama. See, how does Vedantin seek to achieve the same thing that a yogi achieves? A yogi will achieve withdrawal of his mind by restraining, by pranayama, etc. Vedantin is very minute. Why does the mind go to sense organs, objects anyway? Why does the mind go to these names and forms anyway? Because it gives reality to names and forms. When the mind sees the fact, the names and forms have no reality. Only them as reality. Astivari prema alone is reality. Then automatically the mind shifts from name and form to sthi You see, what you could achieve by restraining the mind, etc., is simply done by the knowledge. So while knowledge of Viveka achieves the same thing, that we can achieve by those practices of pranayama, etc. If you understand what I am saying, that, so yama, restraining, withdrawing the mind from all the sense organs, Withdrawing mind from all the names and forms is Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma. Sarvam is Brahma. All names and forms and Prasapanja is Brahma. Meaning thereby that the names and forms are what? They are just superimpositions. They are unreal. And only Brahman, Asti, Bhati, Prem is real. So focus your attention, Asti, Bhati, Prem is real. This is unreal. Drop the unreal. What remains is real. So, you could withdraw your sense organs from those objects by restraining them and drink. All that practice could have been done. Or you simply do this. Names and forms are mithya. Brahman is satyam. They drop that mithya. Focus attention on satyam. So that is yama. Samyak prokta. Yama is samyak prokta. So this vishayavya nivaranam. Meaning that the withdrawal of the mind from sense objects or name and form is accomplished in this manner by seeing the unreality of name and form. 
and seeing the reality of the substratum Brahman. So that's a real yama. Not to kevalam ahimsa. So ahimsa, all of this is yama. It also requires the dawn of the mind. We can practice non-violence provided we draw the mind from violence. We can practice truthfulness only when we draw mind from falsehood. So true. All those values of yama also require for me to withdraw my mind from those things. But here it is simple. By vignat. Sarvam brahmaide vignat. By the knowledge. By your conviction, understanding that all that is Brahman, that itself is enough to help you drop the names and forms, the reality of names and forms. So you don't have to withdraw anything because there is nothing, nothing to withdraw from. The reason why the mind goes into name and form is because the name and form is going to reality. Because you recognize that it is not reality, the mind doesn't go there and mind remains where the reality is. So, yato yato, this Lord Krishna said, for whatever reason the mind gets, you know, distracted. He is by giving reality, the mind gets distracted, bring it back. So, abhyasaniyo muhur muhu. This has to be again because it has become a habit of the mind. Now understanding is that in the intellect. You understand? What we are trying to do now is mind which has habitual faculty has to align with the knowledge of the intellect. Intellect understands all of this Brahman. But the mind has been giving reality to names and forms and sense objects for so long that even though there is understanding here, that understanding has to be translated into a habit of the mind. They have aligned the mind with the intellect. Meaning, let the mind see the names and forms of mitya and let it focus on satyam. But because of the habit of giving reality to name, again it goes away. Again bring back. Again goes away. Again bring back. Bring back by seeing. Old habit of mind is to again give reality to name and form. Let the mind see. Reality is the Bro. But habit again gives reality to name and form. So, Abhyasriyo, Muhur, Muhur. Again and again, we you practice this, restrain. So, you should understand the difference between this practice. It is not the practice of withdrawing mind. It is practice of seeing the truth. Why practice? Because the mind has developed a habit of taking unto this truth. So again and again the mind is educated. Hey, wait a minute. Understand this mitya. Oh yes. Come back. Again. Goes to, you know, because gives reality. Mitya. So why is saying mitya to the mitya? Bring the mind to focus on the satya. It's not from one place to the other. It is from name and form to go. It's not place to place. From unreal to the real. So this is Yama. You can see the brilliant definition, explanation here of uh, how to practice this knowledge, meaning that you understood in your intellect. But that understanding of intellect does not help us unless that becomes our nature which is our mind. As you say a number of times, is a mind that communicates with us, is a mind that's a behaving and act faculty. Not intellect. And mind has developed its own habits, which are called vasana or whatever, because of wrong understanding. So, so far the wrong understanding of intellect has been ingrained as a habit in the mind, because the intellect has told the mind so far. Now the intellect has changed its views, the mind is also changed right away. You have to keep on aligning now the habitual vision of the mind to the understanding of intellect. So that is where practice is required. Abhyasaniyo muhur muhur. Yamam lakshayitva, niyamam lakshayitva. Now gives definition of what is called niyama. Okay. So next verse. Sajati yapravahascha vijati yati raskrutehe 
Niyamohi Parananda Niyamat Kriyate Budhai So why is it called Niyamat Kriyate Budhai Tasmat Niyamat? Since this practice is done as, as a rule, that is called Niyamat. Those Niyamada Shavucha Santosha etc. This niyama is different. Same thing. Same meditation on Brahman is described as all these values. Understand? Nothing different. Except that a different aspect is emphasized in each one of them. Sajatya pravanscha. Vijatya tirasya. This is standard definition of meditation. Sajatya pravanscha. Vijatya tiraskuti. Sajatya pravaha. Maintaining the flow, flow of the thought of the same subject, Aham Brahmasmi, Aham Brahmasmi, or whatever you have chosen. And then Vijati Tiraskruti. Again, because of taking this body to be myself, the mind goes back on the body. So I am trying to maintain that so I am Brahman, I am Brahman, I am Brahman. But the mind, because of the habit, Again goes by, I am body, I am body, that's called vijatya. Vijatya means what? The opposite thought. And so maintaining the thought for I am Brahman and the effort is excluding the other thought which habitually happens. Meaning that body, the mind does not need to be told that I am body, mind goes back into that old rat. So when that I am body thought comes, remove it. I am Brahman. Again going body, the mind goes back. I am body. So moment you are little bit... So this Nididhyasana meaning alertness. Alertness towards the reality. If you are not alert, then you go back to the old habits. So what is alertness? What is this Brahman? I am Brahman. Old habit is, this is real. I am Jiva. This body is Atma. This old habit. So mind will go back to the own habit. Bring it back to this vision. I am Brahman. <coughs> so sajatya pravahascha vijatya tiraskruti niyamaha. Now this niyama has nothing to do with those niyamas. Those niyamas are rules. So author gives its own unique definition of what is niyama. What? Niyama kriyatevude. Because as a rule, regularly this is practiced by the wise people, therefore this is called Niyama. Alright? So, so then it says, Niyamohi, that he is prasiddhik. Hey, this is well known Upanishads. Nobody has heard about this Niyama. Where do you get this from? So he, in Upanishad this is well known. If not in Yoga Shastra, not by others, but then in Upanishad is well known. Alright? You mean Upanishad is well known. What do you achieve by this Niyama? By this practice of maintaining the same thought flow that I am Brahman and constantly excluding the other thoughts. What do you get? What do you achieve? Parananda. So Parananda. What you achieve? Paramananda. That not only ananda but parananda, the limitless happiness is what you get because that's yourself. I am Brahman, that I alone is limitless happiness. Or limitlessness means happiness. And that is the, so by withdrawing or by discarding the unreal and constantly focusing on the real, the real happens to be atma, it happens to be parananda. Therefore, the result of this meditation is parananda, is nothing but seeing oneself as the limitless happiness. <coughs> therefore, there is, therefore you do. So Swami says, well, you know, this meditation itself is joy. The result also is joy. Practice also is joy. And therefore, niyama as a rule may do that. Then third is Tyaga. Tyaga means renunciation. So what is renunciation? 
Sarvakarmatyanga. Renunciation is usually understood as renunciation of all your duties. Sanyasa or Tyaga is normally understood as renouncing all the karma, renouncing all the duties. That is called Tyaga normally. That's not real Tyaga. This is real Tyaga. What is it? So that is described next. Tyaga prapancha rupasya Chudatma tvavalokana Tyago himhatam puja Sadyo mokshamayo yataha Not just karma. Renunciation of the whole prapancha, you know. Renunciation of the whole creation. How do you renounce? By seeing that it is unreal. So all along it is seeing that it is here we told. There is no practice involved here. It's not practice of my withdrawing mind, etc. It's just seeing. Knowledge means seeing. Just see. Prapancha rupasya With prapancha is all names and forms. Tasya tyagaha. So tyaga, renunciation of prapancha, renunciation of mithya, renunciation of supanangodishat. By what? Chidatmatva avalokana. By recognizing that what is prapancha. What are names and forms in Rinma Chiratma? That name and form is nothing but Asti Bhati Priyam. See this fact. Nothing new. Same needs me. But see, all the time see the fact that Prapancha. Prapancha means the creation, universe. What is universe? Names and forms. What is the reality of the universe of names and forms? Asti Bhati Priyam or Chiratma. So consciousness is the reality of the universe, meaning that it is consciousness alone that appears as the universe of names and forms. The only substance that there is is consciousness, that alone appears as the universe of names and forms. Therefore, do not get deluded by names and forms. Recognize that all the names and forms are nothing but consciousness. Recognize that all the name form, names and forms that ornaments are nothing but gold. All the names and forms that are pots and pans are nothing but clay. Or this snake is nothing but rope. So in the rope snake example, snake has to be negated to see the rope. So also the name. Because wherever the creation, the product, the, the, the effect is, then the cause must be. The material cause must be wherever the effect is. For example, where the pot is, the material cause, namely clay, must be there. Where the ornament is, the material cause, the gold must be there. So what is the material cause of this creation of name and form? Brahma. What is Brahma? Asti Bhadi Priyam. So wherever name and form is, Asti Bhadi Priyam must be there. So we recognize that name and form is nothing but asti bhadi priyam. Asti bhadi priyam is the truth of name and form. So that bangle is nothing but gold. Similarly, the prapancha of name and form is nothing but asti bhadi priyam. Where is the asti bhadi priyam? It is myself. So chidatmat atmatva lokana. That asti bhati means state of consciousness is atma. Don't look for consciousness there. Then in other way you are creating duality between myself and consciousness. So in the same moment we talk of nirgunam brahman, moment we talk of consciousness, we are immediately given the duality. I no more remain as here, otherwise if I try to see consciousness, I am creating duality. So chidatmatva avalokana. That the universe which appears to be objective is not an object. It is never apart from subject. 
and subject is your I asti bhari the consciousness. So universal names and forms, nothing but consciousness, that is myself, is I that manifests the universal name and form. Chirat, I am the consciousness that alone manifests name and names and forms. And seeing this, withdraw your mind from name and form and focus on chip consciousness, that is Atma. So that is how what has happened? All names and forms are announced. By letting go the names and forms as mitya is a real renunciation. Because if you renounce something real, it will come back. Renunciation can be a lasting renunciation only of that which is mitya. Renouncing something that is real cannot be real renunciation. If I, you know, even if our, our Swami used to say, this ten-year-old boy, whole day is only playing the marbles. Now his mother has ordinance, says, no more marbles, no more play, stay home and study. Poor fellow, you know, he's school, third year, third year. When I see these children, I pity them, you know. All the time, pouring in the books and stuff like that. They don't care to do that. Give him a moment, he starts a bicycle, you know, runs around. You restrain him to do that. So what is this fellow going to do? He wants to ride on his bicycle. He wants to play his marbles. He wants to fly his kites. So even though he appears to be studying, in his mind he's flying kites. He's playing marbles. He's riding bicycle. Meaning that as long as that thing is real, the renunciation cannot... It, you may have outwardly renounced in form, but not in, 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 in spirit. Similarly, even the world also, as long as you think it is, it is worthwhile, you not renounce. People keep saying, you know, Swami, you know, what kind of job I have given up, you know that? You know what kind of uh, status they were offering me, I did not accept it, I gave it up. No, that person keeps on talking the whole of his life. What have you given up? It's still there in the mind. Like this, two uh, monks are going, young monks are going, and they, 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 they have to cross the water, I think. And there was a young woman, and she was drowning. And so these two people saved her and carried her. And then, no, she recovered and then she was on her way and they were on it their way. So then this fellow, one of them kept talking, you know, about this, what we did, how we saved and this. Other fellow said, hey, you're not yet given her up. Still, you're carrying her. As Swami said, when I'm traveling the train, ten fellows travel without ticket. So I'm physically gone away from them, but they're all in my mind traveling with me. So renunciation only can happen when I realize there's all mitya. There's no value. As long as I see value in something, so long even, even though I have outwardly created a distance, which is also useful. But the real distance is not created. Vishayaha nivartante niraha asyadehina rasavadam. Lord Krishna says that we can create distance with objects of pleasure that we can do. But the fascination with those objects remains in the mind. Like fascination with all those play remains in the mind. The purpose of renunciation is to be able to focus the mind where you want to focus. But as long as the rasa is there, yatatoshi become there, purushasya vipasyata, indriyani pramatini haranti prasabhamaha. Lord Krishna says that, as long as that rasa or fascination remains in the mind, this person is trying to concentrate his mind, you know, I mean consciously. But that rasa or raga or fascination per force drags his mind away and throws it into the object of fascination. So as long as the rasa is there, there is no real renunciation. Renunciation comes only when you realize that what the mind is attracted is you, is, is, is horror. There is no reality, there is no content. So make the mind see, 
The only content is asti bhadi There's no content anywhere else. There's no other content. Now that you have learned all through, through all this text. You have learned that the only only material, only tangible thing that you can call substance is what? Asti bhadi priyam. The only substance here is gold. The ornament, you know, the form and the name, so you're fascinated by them. Hey, that's all. That, that's nothing. The, the, the shape, etc., there's no content. Content is gold. So by seeing the mithyatvam of this alone, the mind will give it up. Otherwise, mind does not give up. So as long as the mind sees the reality in the name and form, so long it hangs on to that. Make the mind see, hey, this is consciousness, the self manifesting, that's the only kind, that's the only, that's the only substance. You're right, mind says, okay, give it up. So that's the real enunciation. But by habit, again, mind starts giving reality. Again, show, hey, this is unreal. Okay, yes, then I come back. Again goes back. Again, so that is why this has to be done again and again and again. But chiratmatvavalokana, recognizing that what you call an object is nothing but chiratma. Chiratmatva meaning what? The state of being chiratma. What is chiratma? The consciousness, there's a self. That this name and form is nothing but consciousness, there's self, that is I, the consciousness is this. Meaning this mere illusory, this mere appearance, what is this consciousness, I, that alone appears all these illusions. There's no reality in that. Prapanchyupaschatyaga, that is how the really mind becomes free from any preoccupation with name and form. In the real sense, because this is no reality in name and form. That's the tyaga. So it's some different kind of talk. Tyaga means karma tyaga, which one kind of time you are talking about, you know. This tyagoi mahatam puja. So Mahatam Puja. All the people who are Mahatmatmin are great people. So only Mahatam of the, the great people. Great means only enlightened people. For them this kind of tyaga is puja, is honored. Meaning that the, the enlightened people only honor this kind of tyaga. Enlightened people do not particularly care for that kind of tyaga where you create physical distance from the things and renounce them. That is, that, you know, that's no tyaga. This is real tyaga, meaning that it will never come back. Because once the mind is also, the intellect is convinced. By the practice, mind must be convinced that this mithya, mithya, every time you show. So what the intellect does is keeps educating the mind. That this is mithya. Are you right? Again goes back. Mithya. Every time we educate, in course of time, mind sees a mithya, then it will not go. This little child, you know, sees that the flame, wants to touch it, catch it. Don't do that. Still goes back. Don't go there. Then it goes back when you are not again. Ooh! Now, now it doesn't want to go there. It knows what it is, you know. So similarly, the mind wants to go back, but then, then, when it sees constantly that this is unreal, this hollow, then when mind sees this reality, then this is Brahman, no one will go back. <coughs> so this tyaga alone will be real renunciation. If you have given up something and things still there, what you have given up is real, it is not really given up. Real giving up happens when you see the unreality, the mithya, the appearance of something. Tyagodhi mahatam pujya, this tyaga, this renunciation is pujya, is revered by, honored by the mahatam, great people, meaning the really enlightened people who understand the rahasya, understand the real meaning of the word renunciation. <coughs> so then, what do you get by that? Sadyo, moksha, mayo, yataha. Why do the wise people respect this tyaga? Yataha, because sadyo, moksha, maya. It gives immediate moksha. 
What is moksha? Freedom from the reality of name and form is no other moksha. You are mukta. What is bondage? Giving reality of name and form. What is that? This mind, body, sense complex, the world that is giving reality, that is why you are in fact disowning the moksha. It's not that moksha has to be attained. By giving reality to what is not real, I'm disowning what is. So it's just owning up. If moksha was to be created, it cannot be created immediately. Sandhyo moksha. Immediately moksha because moksha is there. Moksha happens immediately because it already is there. The bondage was merely due to your wrong habit of giving reality. Moment you don't give reality, what is this moksha? Sadhyo mokshmayo yataha. The wise people respect this renunciation because it is of nature of immediate moksha. <coughs> so you can see brilliant definitions of each one of these words based on the teaching that has been imparted so far. So I hope we will continue. <coughs> Om Purhamada Purhamidam Purhat Purhamudachyade Purnasya Purhamadaya Purhameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashyatrutavande Bhagavanta Unapunaha Ishvaro Guratmede Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadvyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shantisha Tishanti Hari Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om